Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Hey, uh, it, in this episode, I want to get into uh, really the April inflation report, some of the reports that we've seen. Uh, really against the backdrop of what we've been discussing, the idea that there's risks all around. So the Fed obviously is fighting inflation. There's a risk of policy error. We've got bank failures that have happened, the debt ceiling debate, the prospect of recession. And, you know, basically inflation and how that ties to Fed policy are sort of key influences, if you will, on some of these other uh, challenges that we're facing. So we do want to get into essentially what's happened uh, with the uh, April reports, and I would say, you know, in some ways, modestly positive. Um, so the the CPI, so the Consumer Price Index, rose 0.4 percent in April, and uh, and 4.9 percent over the last uh, full year, last 12 months. And um, so, you know, the bottom line is that the inflation is cooled some, but it, there's a, a ways to go to get to that two percent target that the Fed focuses on. Now, digging in a little bit, I think an important component is what's called core services prices, which excludes housing. And that's something that the Fed's been looking at very closely. That actually rose just 0.11%, and that's down from an average of the prior three months of 0.42%. So that's moving in the right direction, and it may be a key sort of input to the Fed on them sort of deciding whether or not to uh, pause their rate hikes uh, starting at the next meeting. Um, so the bottom line is that's an important point. Now, shelter was up 0.4% over the month, so we bring housing back in. That's a little bit firm, but remember that's a sort of a delayed uh, component, meaning that, that the uh, rents that are happening today related data aren't yet making their way into the index. Just the way they measure it, it takes about six months or so for the lower numbers to get in. So the, the, the outlook from most folks is that shelter is going to come down in the coming months. Now, a couple very firm categories, used cars and trucks, which have been volatile, uh, were up 4.4% for the month, and gasoline increased 3%. So obviously those are kind of the kinds of numbers that need to calm down a little bit. And then the food index, which food has been very sticky, which is, of course, hitting uh, individuals hard in a way, uh, it was actually unchanged in the month of April, um, and at-home food prices actually fell uh, 0.2% over the month. So th- that's an important step in terms of people's day- day-to-day living, that food prices have stabilized and, and are coming back down a little bit potentially. In any event, um, I would say core CPI, which excludes food and energy, also rose 0.4% over the month. Um, and uh, you know, bottom line is we're, we're looking for a bit more improvement there. Now, one way we might uh, anticipate it is the producer price index, which you know some some folks view that as kind of an input to or a leading indicator of CPI. So PPI essentially rose 0.2 percent for the month. So and it has been cooler. Um, so for example, if we were to look at the last six months and calculate the average increase, it was basically 0.17 on average over the last six months uh, for PPI. But you know, the bottom line is what's interesting about that, most importantly, is that that number actually uh, aligns with an annualized number of 2%, meaning the Fed's 2% target. So that's, that's pretty good. PPI has kind of cooled down, and, uh, and uh, so that, that's a, a positive thing for sure. 
In any event, what does this all mean? It means that, you know, the Fed's looking for better inflation numbers. That's what they say they've been watching for uh, when it comes to the impact of their more uh, restrictive monetary policy. And we've seen numbers moving in the right direction, but not yet at the level uh, of 2%, right? So, so the question ultimately is when the Fed meets again, will they um, consider the 5% in total uh, rate hikes that they've already done? So think of it as the restrictive nature already built in, and it's really just the lag effect of that, or will they feel compelled to go a little bit further? Now, against that backdrop, of course, we've seen cooling labor. We've seen lots of data signaling that the, the economy is slowing, uh, and the, and a lot of experts saying, hey, there's a significantly increased risk of recession. You add on top of that the bank failures that we've seen and how that ends up uh, creating a, a tightening effect on the economy. Think of it as less lending going on. And all of this is adding up to the idea that there's a pretty good chance the Fed will pause. <clears throat> as we talked about in our outlook, we think uh, – Economic growth for the year is going to be around zero, and it could go negative, meaning we could have a recession, but one that we would expect to be mild. But this is contingent upon basically the Fed pausing at this point. If rates keep going higher, then that will be a bit more impactful on the economy in our view. So listen, that's what we wanted to cover in this episode. Thank you so much for listening uh, to the Sightlines podcast uh, series, and I look forward to being with you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.